Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guide, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guide. This is the place for advocacy, resources, and education on all things franchising and small business in the local area, and it's a great place for anybody to stop by wants to learn more about the franchising industry. And that is exactly the topic today, the franchising industry. As you can see, if you're a regular listener, uh, I'm in a little different forum today. So I am calling in as the guest because we're going to do a screen share. I'm going to show you a little bit about uh, a really cool resource that's available for folks that, whether they're in franchising already or thinking about getting into it. It's a great tool that helps understand a little bit more about what the economic impact of franchising is. And you can see that on my screen right now. So I'm going to be the guest today and we're going to talk a little bit about some of these tools that you can utilize to help you. Again, whether you're in the franchising field already or you're thinking about getting into it, you want to understand a little bit more about um, the economic impact and how franchising uh, behaves in a larger macroeconomic environment. And no, this isn't going to be a uh, boring presentation by an economist. This is going to be your Heartland Franchise Guy talking about stuff that's actually uh, really meaningful to some of the day-to-day. So you can see on my screen here, I've got this literally national economic impact on franchising. And the URL that anybody can go to to get to this is the franchiseeconomy.com. Now, this is something that's put together and funded by the IFA, the International Franchise Association. It's the major trade association for franchising in in the U.S. and draws in a lot of uh, franchise associations from other countries as well. And they partner with a couple of different organizations to put together this uh, economic impact study every year. And uh, they lag behind a little bit in getting this stuff updated to the website. So I'm going to actually show you two different things today. I'm going to show you the website where in a very consumable, usable format, they've got some cool stats and information and data. It might be a little eye-opening for folks on here's what the franchising field really does in your local, state, or national market. Uh, and then we'll flip over to the most updated 2023, because we're recording here in 23. Well, every year they update this study, and they publish that and get that out. Usually that gets out several months before they are able to update all the data on this website that you're looking at, franchiseacademy.com. So here's what you can do with this. First of all, it gives you some some of the high-level numbers, right? So here's what the, the total economic impact on franchising is. We'll show you how they derive these numbers from a a variety of sources, um, a group called Fran Data and some other third-party resources where they crunch all the data together. So get some full-time nerds that data crunch this stuff and turn it into what we see each year. So you can see they have data like the number of establishments, number of jobs created, wage increases, total economic output, and the total GDP of the franchising field. So if you took all of the franchises out there in every different industry, whether it's a FranNet franchise or um, a, uh, you name it, right? <laughs> you know all the franchises. Uh, you add all those up and that's, here's the total impact. Well, you can click a button and get a nice report. So let's say you're in the franchising field, right? And you want to talk a little bit about the impact overall nationally. You can click right into um, a nice PDF report that'll print out for you. And it shows all the data that I'm going to scroll to here real quick, which is very interesting. Then going back to where we just came from, 
You can also toggle by state, either here or here on the dropdown to see that impact on a state-by-state -state basis. We're going to go into that in just a second, but before we do that, I want to show you what else is in here. So you can see they lag behind on some of the data here, but um, even with a couple of prior years information, they talk about um, new and replaced locations and how the industry trajectory has gone over previous years, which is actually very interesting because it gives you some good data on what's going on, what's new, what's changing in the franchising field. So think about it, right? We're in the 2020s. Um, how did COVID impact franchising, right? Uh, and how have strong versus weaker economies impacted? You can see that in some of the data that they report when we flip over to this next set of data that I'm going to show you. And also some enlightening information on, well, what do people really think of it, right? So what do voters see? That's purchasing adults, of course. How do they see franchising as an economic force? And how do they see it percent of voters that think franchising businesses help the following, like my local economy? Well, that's encouraging, 77% across the country. Um, because sure, we hear a lot about keep, keep everything local, right? Keep buying local. And those of us in franchising know, well, almost all franchising is locally owned and operated businesses. But sometimes people inadvertently um, intermingle franchises with chain businesses, right? Company-owned chain businesses. So it's good to have some data to back up what's really going out, on out there in the minds of consumers. And that helps you understand why franchising has become so large and, and continues to grow and sustain year after year, because there's generally a very um, popular outlook on it when it comes to the consumer's minds. You can also see a, a favorable view of locally owned franchise small businesses, as well as franchise businesses are part of their everyday life. And you see these statistics like 57% staying pretty consistent year after year and across all different markets where um, well above 50% of folks say that they are, now they might not know, right, that some of the businesses they're doing business with are franchises, but the statistics still work, right? So a um, little bit more data on locally owned businesses, et cetera. Now, if we scroll back up to where we can dive into this and dig a little bit deeper, let's say let's take one of the bigger states, right, Texas. So let's get some reporting on a state-specific one. Now we can see 75,000 uh, establishments, locally owned small businesses, our franchises in Texas, uh, almost 800,000 jobs, 21,000 goes into payroll taxes, right? So this is direct contributions to the economy of that state, economic output in GDP. And you can continue to scroll and see this by any state. Going to Colorado next, right? So we can see how this breaks down. And with each of these, importantly, we continue to get the breakdown on particular data as far as how people feel about the franchising industry, uh, favorable views, um, utilization of franchise services, big picture data, right? Which is very helpful. It paints a nice picture, gives you kind of the macro level stuff that you need. Now, where does this data come from, right? And... Um, how do we know that this is usable data and what's the bigger data set uh, that helps us extrapolate into some of these high level numbers. That's where we're going to go away from this franchise economy website. And I'm going to go real quick into the most updated 2023 economic outlook study. You can see here right now uh, in August of 23, they've got the 22 economic outlook posted here. Tends to lag behind by about three quarters or so. So they're probably getting close to putting the 2023 up here. But 
we're going to uh, subvert the system and I'm going to do an unshare and reshare here so I can get back over um, to a page where you will see a downloaded version of the actual 2023 report. And I'm going to show you uh, where this information comes from or the, the larger data set. So there is this Franchising Economic Outlook report. You can see there's a couple of third-party research companies that collaborate to get this done. But this, again, is all uh, funded and uh, administered by the International Franchise Association or the major trade association in the U.S. So they get some data collecting and, and uh, data um, regurgitating nerds, groups like Fran Data, that their whole purpose in life is to crunch data in the franchising industry. They assign a team of folks to pull from different economic indicators. You can see in the executive summary, they talk a little bit about how this all gets pulled together in the methodology, variety of quantitative data sources, including publicly available information, right, from the state databases, et cetera, from the franchise brands themselves, disclosure documents. So they're digging into all those franchise disclosure documents. Imagine the fun behind that. I'm sure there's lots of nights of excitement for the folks that put these studies together. <laughs> Historical growth rates, GDP reports, et cetera, et cetera. So they're looking at all these different factors and distilling them into this report, um, defining some key terms for folks that are new to it. So it's not like, hey, if you're not in the franchising field, this is all going to be completely foreign or completely Greek to you because you can get a pretty good overview on it. You see the same layout format in each year's economic report. So talk about their report on 2023. Now, granted, we're uh, two-thirds of the way through 2023 right now, or you could argue three-quarters. Uh, and, of course, economists or economic surveyors aren't always 100% accurate on their reports. But define 23 as a year of moderation per franchising, sure, very strong economic headwinds. These are my highlights, by the way. Like high inflation, labor shortages, yeah, we all knew that was coming. And in some cases... At least anecdotally, what we've seen is some of those headwinds weren't quite as strong. So some of the projected outcomes here for 23 are actually likely to be a little bit higher. Um, the uh, impacts of inflation haven't been nearly as broad as we thought they might be for as long as they thought they might be. Let's face it, so far, and I hope I don't live to regret these words when I listen to this in a year, but so far the Fed's done a pretty good job with a relatively soft landing of the economy seems to be helping the franchise industry just like all other businesses. So we'll see how that goes, right? They give some key forecasts and they break it down into some different categories you can see here. And it gives you a comparative 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, right? Just before COVID, through COVID and what they're projecting, what they're almost done studying data on for 22 and what they're projecting for 23. So based upon that, overall number of franchise establishments will increase uh, it increases almost every year. Uh, franchising will add approximately 254,000 jobs in 2023. That's not small potatoes. Total franchise output increases. So you can see that they're running these trends to kind of show where the industry is going. Industry-specific forecast. Here's where it gets interesting, and you can dissect it based upon you know, what has been going on in the larger macroeconomic economy, statewide, nationally, globally. Uh, franchise establishments by business line. Okay, well, here we go. 20, 21, 22, right? Everybody knows what happened in 20 and early 21. Uh, you had quick service restaurants, right? A year of 
unique in so many ways, uh, unique in that it was one of those very, very few years in the history of quick service restaurants where you actually saw a decrease in the number of locations. Yeah, business establishments opened up. Then, of course, we also know what else happened in 2020 and 2021. Things went crazy with everybody being at home. And guess what? Commercial and residential services, which includes things like cleaning services. Yeah, right? Cleaning up COVID-19 and home improvement businesses, right? So remodeling, et cetera. We all know those exploded in 20 and 21. They had some of their record years. 8.8% was a ridiculous growth rate in 2020. And it's starting to get back to what is more expected, more normal growth rates. Same thing, of course, with those that suffered too. So you can see that even in the quick service restaurant, they're getting back to something a little bit more normal. You can compare that across overall trends. See the grand totals down here. And by the way, yep, they get into some of the regional trends as well. And you can see how that's all broken down. I'm not going to get so detailed to get into some of the granular of this. But you get the idea that the report itself all, let's see, this year's, was it just about the same as others? Yep. So all about 30 pages of this puppy um, with the references for our other data is coming from Board of Governors, Small Business Economic Trends, Housing Market Index. You can get a pretty good feel for all the different sources of data that they're pulling. So uh, they're not just looking at duplicate data sets. They're doing a full-on analysis, um, breaking down an appendix, some nice uh, summary form um, uh, charts. So you can see state by state how the different states compare on indices like franchise employment. So that shows the bigger picture of the 2023, and they do this annually, Franchise Economic Outlook. Again, that first page that I went to was franchiseeconomy.com. So that's a URL that's hosted by the International Franchise Association or IFA's website. Um, that's the trade association for franchising in the U.S. and also abroad in some cases. And what I hope this provided for you today was a good spot to go to to get some industry data on um, information that's relevant to all things franchising across the entire United States and utilize that by regions, by statewide, and see some information that's beneficial both to folks who are in franchising already and uh, thinking about getting into franchising. It's a great data set that you can pull down yourself. Of course, we'll have our QR code on the screen when we drop this episode, so you can reach out to us with any additional questions if you missed anything in this. So that's it. You got me full-time today. Uh, as your podcaster and guest, you're very welcome. You know, you can, of course, like, follow, share, and comment a lot about how this is your favorite guest ever, which is me. Um, and please do so. If you know somebody that you think would benefit from this, somebody that loves crunching the number or is already researching franchising, send this link to them. As you know, we're on all the major podcast platforms, YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, or just Google Heartland Franchise Guy. So, as I said before, Never keep us a secret. Subscribe, follow, share, and like the Heartland Franchise Guy. We hope that this has been a very helpful episode for you and you'll be able to share it with others that can gain and benefit from it. And we will see you here again very soon on another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy.
A Huda Media Production.